Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Ginger Rogers to his Fred Astaire, Michael Howard. I'm either dancing or singing in the rain with you, Michael. A little bit of I've, both. A little bit of both. A little I bit forget. of both. I'm singing in the rain. Well, and no. or dancing in the rain, whatever <laughs> the song is. Michael, how are you? I am excellent, Kush, and a happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you as well, my friend. It's the one year platinum anniversary, I believe is what they call it. And the G-string anniversary. Oh, Hmm. Well, I got you a platinum G-string, my friend. <laughs> Wear it Just loud and proud. Just what I've always wanted. Wear it loud and proud. I got you a gift. Oh, no. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I actually didn't get you anything. Just, check the slack. It's actually from me and Dave Barnes. It's the, oh. kind of a joint gift. Okay. So before I click this, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have a, a fairly sordid history with clicking on links mm-hmm. from Dave Barnes. It is not sexual... Well, I, I mean, I guess hard... it could be if you have a weird thing. Uh, well, okay. First of all, I've never met anyone who can sexualize anything like our, our friend Dave. <laughs> so I'm going to click this, but I let, I want you to know that it's under protest, and I assume that I'll be weirded out by one of Dave's weird sex kinks. But it's your anniversary present, because you have to open it in oh, front of all of our guests. God fucking damn it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. I'd rather, you know what? I'd rather it be sexual. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. It could be. It could be sexual. I don't know. Maybe some people get off on um, a mouse being inside of a bullfrog's mouth. First of all, that bullfrog has human eyes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I imagine that this is a Photoshop, but I, I am not sure. It could be real. I'm so upset with you. I, Michael, why would you do this at the beginning of the show? I can't even function. God. Oh, God. Oh, thank God. And you know what? I minimized the image, and then it just went to an image of a, a sweet puppo laying mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. shredded toilet paper. And that just barely... Well, one, that just speaks to what you and I send each other during the day. Um, but, oh, God. So, yeah, Dave sent that to me a, a little bit ago, but I wanted to save it for a special occasion. And Hey, Dave, feel free to stop listening to this show. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> that was hurtful. Thank, thank you very much, Dave. We we appreciate it. No, we, I, do, we I appreciate do it anyways. Literally, like, that was a little demon from hell eating a very cute little mouse. Yeah, probably. Fuck you. <laughs> so how you doing, Kush? I'm fine hate you did you did so, you see that star war i did yeah speaking of cute little rodent bird things i thought it was really weird when the porgs unhinged their jaws and ate stormtroopers whole oh my god yeah it was just like you know luke he just was like no i i'm just gonna just gonna sit over here and just like shit in this toilet the entire movie like i just have really bad diarrhea and so the porgs had to do everything which was uh, i mean as we i mean very clearly that Luke Skywalker has a pretty serious lactose intolerance issue. Mm-hmm. And he, d- I mean, he does spend the first 15 minutes of the movie collecting and drinking milk. Yeah, nothing but milk. And, hey, actions have consequences. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think they would spend so much time showing the consequences viscerally on screen. Yeah. they And, and really, like, the audio, yeah. the auditory experience of it was, for me, horrifying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and actually, I mean, that is who the Last Jedi is—is is just uh, the inside of Luke's bowels. Is he, the Last he Jedi? He expended all of his Force powers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and you know, they don't tell you when you become a Jedi that there's one way to lose them. <laughs> you best not have a, lo- a lactose intolerance. Literally, because... just shit out your your intestines, and then no longer a Jedi. Yeah. Which I mean. The force requires balance. Mm, that's a good point. And you've done some horrifying work to unbalance yourself, and hey, that's it. But I mean, overall, I, I thought it was a, a lovely expansion of the Star Wars universe. Again, though, the like the eating of stormtroopers, like notoriously, stormtroopers die very easily. But I don't think they deserve the grisly death by these little tiny bird things that just unhinged their entire jaws and like somehow swallowed them. I mean, you wouldn't think that one of those little guys could fit 
like that many stormtroopers. You're like, eventually he's going to be full, but he just, they just kept devouring stormtroopers. It's like Nibbler in, in, uh, mm, mm-hmm. in Futurama. He just turned them into dark, like an unsatiable hunger within such a small beast was frankly shocking. I actually learned a very real thing about the Porgs. Okay. Um, that they filmed part of it on a, and a, uh, one of the, I guess, UNESCO heritage sites where you're not allowed to disturb the wildlife there. Uh, and apparently it was full of puffins. And they thought, hey, we can't have puffins in the Star Wars because right. that's a real animal and we don't do that. And so they were like, well, we either have to digitally remove each and every single puffin or we could turn them into porgs by kind of mixing them with like a seal's eyes and face a little bit and maybe like a like a puppy dog. Yeah. Which I guess makes it even weirder that, I mean, did a puffin literally kill and eat someone on set? I assume that's what had to have happened. Like the puffins just started eating people and they're like, well, I guess the porgs have to eat people now? Yeah, because I mean, I guess I I did see Planet Earth and that got pretty buck wild. Very dangerous critters. Um, I will say, back to the real world for a moment, my mother's entire review of Star Wars The Last Jedi was... Kylo Ren is not hot enough to be Han Solo's son. (laughs) And then apparently she spent the last five days since she saw it walking around like a 1930s muscle man and flexing in very bad ways. (laughs) to pretending to be Kylo Ren, (laughs) which I appreciate very Um, much. So she liked it. Oh, she loved the movie. Okay, okay. She just thought Kylo Ren was a a little puffin boy. Yeah, who had yeah, no business a- <laughs> walking around with his shirt off, <laughs> with, with his abnormally wide chest <laughs> and high waisted pants. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, not to get into it too much because you know, spoilers. We already spoilers. we already spoiled the the whole poor devouring thing and the diarrhea thing, and there's just that's pretty much the whole movie, but. I mean, it's definitely the first hour. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't think it was better than Rogue One. Can I say that? Yeah. No, I need to see it again. I actually, yeah, I, I was just talking about this with uh, our another Dave that we're friends with. Uh, big old Star Wars nerd. I think, I think Rogue One and this one might wind up kind of tied for my, my third favorite movie. But mm-hmm. I like Rogue One mm-hmm. a lot. It's a good one. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely a couple scenes that I loved and I want to see again. Um, and I actually tried to find somewhere to like pirate the movie just so I could watch them again. And it is. Or nowhere. you could be a fucking American human being and pay money for it. I did fuck. once already. I don't have time to go again. The movie's two and a half fucking hours long, Kush. Michael, how do you think Disney affords to buy Fox so we can get the X-Men back in next standing next to Captain America doing all the good punches? Mm. They require you to go see Star Wars mm-hmm. so I can see Wolverine punch Ant-Man in the dick. Everyone everyone's gonna be so excited the first time they get to say mutant boy in the movie, in the in the in the movies again. Yeah, that'd be good. Instead of I just, I'm excited for them to just call each other Hello X-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited to see, you know, my favorite x-man uh gambit hang out with my favorite uh marvel superhero um that's i don't got one well you ne- you knocked that <laughs> one out of the park you feel good about that one <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say a really really lame dc superhero but i i couldn't think of any batman yeah that that <laughs> lame dc superhero that everyone loves to hate batman <laughs> Uh, hey, to be fair though, I would love to see Gambit hanging out with Batman. <laughs> like that's actually a pretty chill hang for me. <laughs> well, Michael, um, since we're talking about galaxies far, far away, do, do you want to know how broken our news cycle is because of just 2017 being the worst year on record? Uh, I mean, there's lots of ways that it's broken, but... Michael, what if I were to tell you that... So what's today? Tuesday? What if I were to tell you that on Monday, we got semi-definitive proof that aliens exist in this planet, and no one saw the story? Say what now? Michael, are you aware that aliens exist in this universe? Uh... And not just porgs that eat each other, and then Luke Skywalker, who just drinks very bad milk and shits all over the place. So I I say this, I say this with just... I'm 100% 
not even joking. I I want aliens to exist so bad. And the fact that I I read news yesterday, I read lots of news to prepare for this show, and I did not see this, and it 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 hurts me on a visceral level. So we've talked a little bit about this, bef- like I think in this year, like the Trump effect on news that like earlier this year. So do you remember when that? Uh, I forget the the airline, but the, when the flight crashed in like the Indian Ocean two years ago, CNN had like wall to wall coverage MH, for like MH three seventy, right? The Malaysian yeah, airlines, yeah, MH, like, yeah, yeah, the Malaysian airlines. Mm-hmm. They had like wall to wall coverage for like six weeks. Oh, yeah. on a plane crash. Oh, for okay. sure. Okay, so when the Argentinian like uh, Navy submarine went missing, and like there was a frantic search for it, like there, like time was running out. I saw three stories on that shit. I didn't know about it until they gave up the search. News is so broken right mm-hmm. now that we don't. So wait, that so should have been a week long story. So wait, there's aliens. So apparently since, uh, let's see, 2006, I believe. Hold on. Let me let me pull this up one second. Um, so first of all, and I've seen this. This has been kind of bandied about different media uh, that the Pentagon under a program kind of funded in part by Harry Reid, former senator from Nevada, who yeah, he's a liberal. Republicans love to hate him. Um, so a lot of this was kind of poo-pooed by certain people because Harry Reid, it seems like a boondoggle because he sort of gave money to one of his friends. But this was a program that the Pentagon very quietly ran. They spent $22 million uh, from 2008 to 2012. Wait, $22 million with an M? With an M. That's like hardly nothing. hardly anything. That's like that's like the maybe the left outside wing of an F thirty five. Right. <laughs> that's that's the cockpit shield that yeah. they've had to redesign eighteen times. Uh-huh. Um. So basically, it was a program to study unidentified flying objects, UFOs, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. during that time. And basically, it just went through all of the. Uh, random encounters that uh, aviators throughout our military branches have had with uh, UFOs uh, throughout those years. And then they also built a very small, like, low-key Nevada warehouse for what they claimed were unidentified alien alloys obtained from UFOs. Uh, And I gotta say, some of the shit that they pulled up was pretty crazy. Um, So basically, somebody just admitted that, like... UFOs exist and that we've seen them and we might have pieces of them and this wasn't the main news story like all of of the conspiracy theorists didn't shout out in in unison well give me if if I may Michael two more minutes of your time because it takes another turn oh no so uh, Harry Reid's friend is uh, someone named Luis Elizondo. He was uh, one of the people tasked with kind of leading this up. He was a private contractor, I believe. But so here's testimony from a, a naval aviator uh, flying a Super Hornet, uh, FA-18. So, quote, hovering 50 feet above the churn over the ocean was an aircraft of some kind, whitish, that was around 40 feet long and oval in shape. The craft was jumping around erratically, staying over the wave disturbance, but not moving in any specific direction, Commander Forever said. The disturbance looked like frothy waves and foam, as if the water underneath was boiling. So that's one. The second quote, and this is a little more buckwild. Under Mr. Bigelow's direction, the company modified buildings in Las Vegas for the storage of metal alloys and other materials that Mr. Elizondo and program contact sorry boop, 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 that Mr. Elizondo and program contractor said had been recovered from unidentified aerial phenomena. Researchers also studied people who said they had experienced physical effects from encounters with the objects and examined them for any psychological changes. So I think ultimately they shut this down in 2012 because there wasn't a whole lot of evidence, but there are alloys alloys that the government can't identify and they don't know what they do and they may or may not have physiological changes on people. Would you like to know where it gets fun? It gets fun? I mean, this is pretty good. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we have previously talked about UFOs on on this particular program, mm-hmm. particularly the To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. Um, turns out that Mr. Elizondo is a investor in the To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science. Hmm. Do Do you recall who is the leader of that 
particular institution, Michael? Um, I feel like I it's should. Tom DeLonge of Blink All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he was right. So Tom DeLonge is fucking right and has been for a year and a half now. Fuck. And he's got a former Pentagon official who has seen official alien evidence and wants it to come out. Tom DeLonge was right, Michael. There are aliens among us. Do you know Maybe- that they have they have 2454 investors and they have raised 2.2 million dollars? Mhm. The minimum investment for the To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences is $200. It's minimum investment, but and the price per share is five dollars. So you, yeah, minimum investment is uh, whatever. How many times that forty? Yeah. So apparently Elizondo resigned from the Pentagon program in October because due to excessive secrecy and internal opposition. So he went to somewhere who could get the truth out. <laughs> Tom DeLong, Mister Tom DeLong of Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Another another quote. A 2009 Pentagon briefing uh, summary of the program prepared by its directors asserted what was considered science fiction is now science fact and that the United States was incapable of defending itself against some of the technologies it had discovered. So do Michael, we, do, are we, we using proof? any of these alloys? I want to know what these alloys are. And also, I need to know what Jeff Goldblum is doing right now. I mean, shit. We need we need we need him. We need him. We probably need Chris Pratt. We definitely need Chris, Chris Pratt. We we definitely need Bill Pullman. Well, yeah. Oh, good. He's still here. Yeah, he's um, still around. Definitely need uh need Will. Will needs to show back up. Mm. Gonna need him. Probably Jaden. Probably need Jaden <laughs> just because. Because <laughs> there's a non-zero chance that Jaden is actually an alien. That's also. true. I would say he might be the only person who could speak their language. Well, shit. We probably need Tommy Lee Jones too. Just a real Ooh. crossover effect. Yeah. Get the whole gang up in there. But, Michael, can you... Aliens might be real. And that story disappeared from the fucking news. I didn't even see it. I didn't even see it. That's absurd. Yeah. Shit. I know. And, I mean, I'm one to believe that aliens probably exist. Just, you know... Awful lot of waste of space, as Matthew McConaughey would say. That's what he, is that what he said in Contact? Probably. Um, but it's been a long time. Been a long. You know what? The first time I saw that movie, I was like, "This movie was fucking dumb as shit." And then I saw it again. I don't know why, because I thought it was dumb the first time. But I saw it again, and then I was like, "This movie's amazing." Do you want to see video of aliens, Michael? Yes, I. F- fuck yes. To be fair, though, this thing does look like a flying manatee. But it is kind of spinning around in pretty cool ways. Are you sure it's not just a spot on the screen? I mean, he's tracking it in or, his in his F A eighteen. Right, because it's it's right on his it's right on the, his F A eighteen screen. He didn't wipe it off before he left. <laughs> just a bug. This is my F A eighteen screen. <laughs> Fuck, but, man, that's cool. Yeah, but again, what have we? How have we broken ourselves to this point that? Like, possible proof of aliens and Tom DeLonge being right about anything just got swept under the rug. Yeah, I mean, like, there isn't news anymore that isn't North Korea or Donald Trump or... Russia. Or Russia or, or the tax cuts. Like, that's it. That That's the only news that you, that you see anymore. And, like, I, I, want, I want this again. I want to go back to the, the days where I could just... This is why I used to love Twitter, because you, you'd find this shit. Like, people would just start... Just tweet something out about, hey, fucking, we just found aliens. Yeah, that'd be great. And actually, I mean, we didn't even fucking talk about the Keaton kid who got bullied. Oh. (laughs) I mean, we don't have to. But, like, I I miss the days where, like, 2009, like, Balloon Boy was just a kid maybe in a balloon flying Mm. around. And he united a nation for six hours one afternoon. Turns out that Balloon Boy was actually a Nazi. Yeah, well, no, 2017 Balloon Boy, yeah, he would have been a Nazi who kills puppies. 20, 2009 Balloon Boy was just a kid trying to get a reality TV deal, and that's fine. But no, 2017, cool kid getting bullied. Oops, his mom has to sell t-shirts and is also a Nazi, and oh, the kid got beat up for saying the N-word. 2017 sucks. I hate it. 2017 is the worst. It's almost over, though. 
So yeah. 12 more what, days of this stupid, terrible year. What a year to start our show. Michael, do you have any fun stories for me? Because if not, I have a pretty good one. Well, I do have an interesting an interesting hashtag branding story. Okay. I'm interested. <laughs> so we talked about Star Wars a little bit. Um, Maybe too much. Yeah, well... They advertise big movies everywhere, right? There's billboards, there's toys, you know, there's there's cross promotions with like Nissan has the Nissan Rogue, right? With the Star Wars shit on it, especially for Rogue sure. One. Well, somebody's found kind of a weird product placement. Dole Fresh Garden Salad with Kylo Ren on the packaging for Star Wars. Because when you when you want your garden salad, you only want the garden salad that has Star Wars on it. Let's see. Does it have arugula in it? A little spicy? A little dark-sided? No, nope, like, just, a, like ice, Kylo Ren? just iceberg, shredded carrots, and, and red cabbage. So, well, to be fair, literally the whitest shit you can imagine <laughs> thrown into a salad. The, little, the most boring shit. Just Kylo Ren coming at you. Yeah, the only, the only way it would be whiter is if it was already floating in ranch. Well, let's not, let's not shit on ranch, Michael, please. <laughs> you don't have to bring ranch into this. Ranch didn't do anything. Ranch is just fine. Somebody tweeted it out and said, this is not the lettuce I was looking for. We okay, get it. That, get yeah, it. that's fine. We get it. Yeah. Oh, um, there's R2-D2 on shredded lettuce. Wait, can I... Is it on the lettuce? It's on, or the, just, okay. it's on the bag. So when, what, the way you're saying this... Well, okay, also, that's a horrible cartoon version of Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. For a moment, I thought they had like branded individual like oh, lettuce no. leaves with with Kylo Ren or R two D two, which actually now I'm kind of into because he put some effort into it. Actually, this one's great. This one's great because it's a head of lettuce, which is shaped kind of like a ball, and so of course it's BB eight. BB eight. Sure. Although the whole um, thing should have just been painted like BB eight, so it looked like you had BB eight instead of lettuce. I mean, to be fair, if I was a kid. And someone gave me a head of lettuce and it looked like BB-8, I'd be much more likely to actually eat the fucking thing. Because I, I didn't care for those those leafy greens when I was a small child because I ate too much Burger King. <laughs> because you wanted those sweet, sweet toys. I wanted the, I wanted the good toys. Um, yeah, this is some of the worst cross-promotional marketing that I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do like that the person holding the Kylo Ren lettuce is wearing a black sleeve. Like, they might actually be Adam Driver dressed as Kylo Ren. <laughs> Adam Driver's like, fuck! I didn't consent to this! No way. I can't imagine seeing Kylo Ren on a package of lettuce is going to make me choose one lettuce over the other. Like, I'm picking whatever lettuce is the fucking cheapest. Yeah, right? and actually, I do like that this is apparently across all of Dole's items. Like, there are bananas with pork on them that say, like, unite with Dole. There's cauliflower with R2-D2. There's obviously the garden salad with Kylo Ren. It's like, what do you think that's going to, like... How much did Dole pay for this? And is that guy well, fired already? So, apparently, it's it's across, like, bananas, pineapples, berries, everything. Like, who are the they competing Unite against? Unite a Healthy Galaxy campaign, <laughs> oh, which is all Jesus. about encouraging people, to, children, to make smarter eating choices. We're just like... But it shouldn't have Kylo Ren on it, then? Right, yeah. Where's where's Ray? Where's He's my good dark Luke Skywalker? Side. He's the dark side. That's showing that lettuce is the dark side. Right. And... Oh, my God. Um, if you want to do it, put it, like... Just just leave it on the, the, the strawberries and the bananas. You're not enticing it. Like, no one's going to be like, ooh, shredded lettuce with Luke Skywalker on it. Well, now I'm in. I'm definitely going to make a little. I'm going to top my sub with that. Well, see, the, the, the reason that they put it on ooh, things. celery hearts. Can't get enough yeah. of those. The reason that they put it on things like, like cereal and candies and cookies is because, like, kids are going to see them as they, as they go by and be like, ooh, I want that. It's got Luke Skywalker on it. Like. What kid is going by the produce section and sees a bag of lettuce and is like, oh, it's got R2 on it. I want that. So I did learn. So I'm looking through the press release now. Apparently, Ray is on two bags of Dole salad mix. Mm. She's on the very veggie, which contains uh, romaine, iceberg, shredded carrots, uh, snow peas, red cabbage, and radishes. She's in a very fierce pose. And then she's in the American blend of salad, which I don't think I've ever heard of an American blend salad. What is an American blend of salad? 
iceberg romaine, red cabbage, carrots, and radishes, which is the biggest mishmash of shit that I think I've ever heard. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just the two most boring types of lettuces, which with cabbage and carrots. So, yeah, is are these salads just basically like okay? Because everything you've said for the salads has iceberg, shredded carrots, and uh, red cabbage in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's basically just every salad, and then they just add more or less stuff. Yeah, I mean. It How is hard double. is it to make a salad? Why do you need a bag of salad? How hard is it to just like make a salad? I mean, there's chopping involved. And you gotta <laughs> wash some shit. You gotta. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna go find my own arugula. I'm not gonna find my own mustard greens, Michael. I'm not made of time. None of these things have mustard greens or arugula in it. It's all iceberg lettuce. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like the bag of shredded lettuce, like. Of all things, does not need R two D two on it. It's like, listen, this is just a sandwich topper, right? I'm not, right? I'm not. Like, you're not picking Dole over whoever the fuck else makes salad shredded lettuce. I mean, literally, the only way I choose any sort of bag of salad or salad anything is just like, okay, what's oh, that's two for one. Yeah, I'm exactly. For what's on one. sale? Oh, oh, okay, that's two for one. I'm gonna throw one of those bags out, but at least I got it for ten tens. I'm not gonna throw it out though until it has been approximately six months and it is just liquid in the bag. Now. It's half liquid now, yeah. but at least it's got R2D2 on the front, so I feel pretty good about that one. It, I feel validated as a nerd. This is why we had to stop being members of Costco because you just you end up throwing away like three quarters of that shit. Yeah, I am like. I don't know why the Unite for a Healthy Galaxy exists. Like, <laughs> to me, like, no one, like, especially, like, the pineapples, bananas, strawberries, blueberries, like, kids aren't buying this shit. Parents aren't going to buy it just because it has this, like, people buy fruit because they feel bad about themselves, <laughs> right? I mean, that's been my experience. I know not everyone is in the same horrible, horrible body shape that I am, but the people who care enough to buy fruit because they need fruit aren't going to buy it because it's got Star Wars characters on it. Kids aren't buying it. Kids aren't going to be like, oh, mommy, I want pineapple today. It's well, got BB-8 on it. They they might, but it would be kids that were like raised on fruits and vegetables. And they're not going to be more likely to pick it because it has Star Wars characters on it. That's fair. Like, I, I mean, love thing- fruit, but like... I can house an entire pineapple, and that's not good for you either. That's also very bad. (laughs) It's a lot of sugar. It's also, I mean, it's like given the choice between a pineapple with BB-8 on it and a fruit roll-up with BB-8 on it, which also exists, it's not a hard choice for me as a (laughs) nine-year-old. Getting all that processed sugar up it's in my gut. It's a lot easier to eat, too. You You can take it while you're going. It doesn't drip all over you. Mm hmm Nothing to it. All right, Michael. <laughs> I think we beat the shit out of this one. Um, do you have any fun stories? Um, oh, what what do you got? You said you had a pretty good one. I'm excited about it. Michael, I have two fighting stories for you. Fighting stories? Fighting. Like a real real fighting story. Fighting round world. Yeah. So would you rather hear... I'm going to read you two headlines. A female MMA fighter is stepping into the into the cage with an internet troll who doesn't believe women can beat men. Like like a woman fighter can't beat a men man trained fighter or just like no woman ever can beat any man. He believes that here's here's the post on Facebook by a man. Yes, I said 99% of women will lose to 99% of men. Me versus a pro female fighter question mark. It's still 80-20 to me. To him, 80-20. Yeah, so we could talk about that. Or oh, uh, another headline. Crime fighting robot retired after launching alleged, quote, war on the homeless. <laughs> uh, no joke, I have that tab open. <laughs> kind of thought you might. <laughs> well, let's real quick dive into the MMA story because this just so happens to be a man from our... F- are both of our former hometown, mm. Gainesville, Florida. No, of course. Of course. So a man named Christopher Zelinsky. And I just got to open this by, like, we, we read his first post. He he goes on to claim that an untrained man can beat most MMA trained women. Most. Just because, 
Just be- 99%. Just because they are a man and have strength and reach. Oh, which God. I have to be honest with you. I'm a big dude. Mm-hmm. I'm 6'3", about 230. I'm just going to go ahead and say a determined woman could just beat the shit out of me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that most, like, 99% of women could kick my ass. 99% of people in general. I'm not a fighter, Kush. I'm a lover, More- not a fighter. And I say that because <laughs> I would get my ass kicked. Right. I mean, I don't know. Search your feelings, Michael. <laughs> lover, really? Uh, I'm a video game player. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm bad at those, too. I still get my ass kicked in video games. Just get shot in the face repeatedly. In no forum am I good at meeting out justice to people who no. deserve it. God. I, I So I'm, I'm reading through this guy's posts again, and... Okay, so this guy, Zelensky, just saying 99% of women are too weak and lack the reflexes to do enough enough damage to stop 99% of men, which, like, has just he, average sizes are... Has he met men before? <laughs> he hasn't met men or women, apparently. Um, it's like they just don't have the strength or size to use the holds, which, not how holds work. Yeah, They're no, literally the designed point. to... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... And, yeah, okay, so he goes on. Um, blah, blah, blah. So it says, if you want to set up an MMA fight between me and a girl with signed contracts, sure, I'm down. I want money when I win, though, and you must apologize, but I'm not hitting a woman with a closed fist unless she's attacking me. Um, has to be my weight class. I'm, I weigh 160 pounds. Does this whole like 99% of women will lose to 99% of men? This guy's only 160 and he is thinking that he's, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Please tell me they set up a fight. It's also so God, this is the the worst sentence I've ever heard of. So <laughs> this is one sentence. And sadly, you have no idea the impact a sixty to one testosterone advantage in a three to one strength advantage will give you, but go ahead and set it up. I'll knock some delusional female out. Can't say that. I'll win one hundred dollars, go home happy, and leave you wondering how some women with Brazilian jiu-jitsu skills got knocked out by a full fledged man. Full I gotta be honest, fledged like, man. If, so again, so he 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 says so Ronda Rousey weighs one thirty five. This man weighs one thirty six. I weigh two thirty. I have no doubt in my mind that even with a hundred pound weight advantage and like a foot on Ronda Rousey, she could turn me inside out and twist me into a bow. Wait, Ronda Rousey's only one thirty five. Uh huh. Oh Jesus, that's scary. Yeah. No, she yeah, she could she would rip out my intestines and, and choke me to death. I'd let her. <laughs> like. Just, but I wouldn't Kush, even try to a, stop. You're not a full fledged man. I'm, well, I mean, yeah, the, obviously that. I mean, that has been. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know proven. what full fledged man means. I actually but don't I, know what it means. I have not gotten that certification yet. Yeah. Um. So. So this woman is a wait. He's gonna go against a Brazilian jujitsu fighter. So here's what happened. So he was posting this and. Apparently, people in Gainesville, Florida, hate him because he's just like a shitty, like edge lord dude who just mm. makes. He just enjoys pushing people to their limit. So, a group called McDojo Life said that they will pay a thousand dollars to any uh, woman fighter, one hundred sixty pounds, uh, willing to come and spar with this dude. They'll play, provide a plane ticket and a hotel. And they'll send him to Gainesville, send her to Gainesville to fight this dude. Uh, and a fighter named Anna McCauley Dempster from Oregon, who's seven and zero. Uh, reached out and says, I'll do it. So they're going to fight on, or they offered to fight on January 6th. Uh, oh, Epiphany. Says, yeah. 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 <laughs> Lovely. So he says, This dude's going to have an epiphany. So according to McDojo Life, it says, It's pretty ballsy considering it's only like four weeks away, but she wanted a piece of this guy really bad. <laughs> what do you think the odds are that this guy shows up for this fight? Zero uh, percent Right? Chance. There's no way. But on the off chance he does, I am making the drive from Atlanta to Gainesville to watch this. I I might need to fly down there and, and meet you. Just watch this dude get his ass kicked. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, like, I, I guess, like, all training aside, like, it, like or if everyone's equally trained, which is, this, this guy seems like he's just, like, a casual sort of dude. Like, I would say, like, pound for pound, probably equal. But, like, I would say if, like, a 130-pound woman went up against me... And she had training, and I was just, like, a dude who could be big, which is my only skill. Like, yeah, you're going to lose big time. Like, I'm going to get my shit kicked in. Yeah, I mean, okay, if you if you take a 160-pound Brazilian jiu-jitsu trained woman against a 160-pound Brazilian jiu-jitsu trained man with the same amount of training, 
I'm going to pick the man. He is I mean, stronger. Is, I would probably lose against like a a 10-year-old <laughs> who had had 12 karate classes. Like, I mean, I've taken enough like how many fifth grader quizzes could mm. you beat up to like know that I'm delusional. Mm-hmm. And the only fights I'm very good at are in my head. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have some pretty good ones. I feel like, like I only have like maybe two or three years before my uh, my three-year-old godson can kick my ass. So, oh, I mean, dude, I'll be honest, like sleeping kicks my ass. Like l- literally I woke up with a bad back today because I, <laughs> I slept in a weird ball. <laughs> well, it's just being old. Yeah, I know. But still. My bed hurt me. <laughs> Your bed weighs a lot more than you, though. It's, it's much higher That's weight true. class. That's true. I am out of the weight class. But I'm just like, but again, a human being with skill and punching ability, mm-hmm. no matter their gender, could really hurt me. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I, 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 I know this fight won't happen because this dipshit won't show up. But we talked a little bit about this show on this show about toxic toxic masculinity and like just the inability to even like consider and i think this this talks to some of the star wars shit too like a lot of the the backlash against the movie which i don't want to get into too much but just like the fact that like men can't acknowledge that women can do anything equal or better to than men can it's like guys sometimes women can kick your ass and that's fine the nice thing about this situation though is that typically toxic masculinity is toxic to the people around the person exhibiting the masculinity but in this case this toxic masculinity is going to be very toxic to this man if he shows up for this fight. Which is great. Yeah. That is that is a nice internalization that, I mean, he won't realize it. He'll just bitch about it later. Yeah, he'll make up some excuse. But yeah, it's nice to see that eventually some sort of, some form of toxic masculinity will come back to haunt the person who says it. Um, but yeah, Michael, uh, I think that's enough of that. You want to talk about nativity scenes? Yeah, I do. It's Christmas time. Christmas season's coming around. It is. We're only six days, less than a week away from Christmas. By the time this releases, we'll only be about four uh, days. What, three days from Christmas. Yeah, four right days? around the corner. Uh, I have a couple nativity scenes, and they are related, even though you wouldn't think they were at first glance. What do we got? Dildos, uh, uh, flashlights. This one is a zombie nativity scene. Huh. It's a macabre zombie nativity scene. It's become an annual tradition in a suburb of Cincinnati. Is uh, is everyone a zombie? Like, is is baby Jesus a zombie? Or the, everyone's or the a zombie. Three white? Just oh, everyone. Straight up, straight up, everyone's a zombie. Our undead Lord and mm-hmm. Savior is mm-hmm. he's uh, the baby Christ child is also a zombie. Oh yeah, zombie baby Jesus. So I apparently mean, he is eternal. So that fits. This has been going on for four years. Um, and actually resulted in like court actions over free speech and uh, zoning issues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, but they announced that this will be the last year for the zombie nativity. Oh, that's too yeah, bad. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, part of the reason is because it's it started to become vandalized, and they think it's by people who are upset at the blaspheming that is happening. But I think it's just a person who's a little worried about the zombie apocalypse because last year they beheaded zombie Mary and threw zombie Jesus into the yard, which hmm. if you actually did come across zombies, pretty effective way to pretty good dispatch. Start. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care who you are. I don't care. I don't care how many times you died for missing. You're going to die one more time. Zombo. <laughs> yeah. Head, I, mean, I don't care if off. you're a baby. If you're a zombie baby, you're going to get punted. And actually, hey, can I say this, Michael? Zombie baby Jesus, he's baby Jesus. He's not yet died for my sins. Mm. That is his only purpose in life. He doesn't far become a zombie me, for 33 years. Michael, I'm just saying, far be it from me to step in and help him fulfill his destiny to die. <laughs> oh, sorry, it happened a little bit early. I'm not, <laughs> call me Pontius Pilate, I'll kill that motherfucker. No betrayal necessary. Judas can go about his life. I killed you, baby. You're a zombo. And now I get to live sin-free. Thanks. You know, some people... By your blood, I am set free. The blood of the lamb. Some people struggle with the would they kill a baby Hitler to, you know, stop stop the Holocaust. And and you don't even have a problem killing baby Jesus. 
Just straight up. Zombo baby Jesus can fucking get bent, man. I don't care. I'm like listen, I'm doing I'm I'm cutting out all the middlemen. <laughs> listen, like, hey, I'm like oh sorry, he doesn't get to preach his bad zombie message. You gotta look I'm at just this ca- picture of the zombie. No, Michael, baby I really want to talk about, hey, let's kill zombie baby Jesus. Cause like this is an important <laughs> important question. You would what do- is this little chubbo kid? Oh, I love him <laughs> with his have, little Dragon Ball Z shirt. You have to kill this thing. Oh, my God. Hey, you know what? All things considered, pretty progressive nativity scene. Oh, yeah. I with, mean, there's, with, there, there's people like of The three wise men color. are definitely of African descent. Yeah. Jesus uh, looks a little dark, but I can't tell if it's just because he punches way out of the dirt, maybe. And like, Jesus has definitely possibly crawled his way out of Mary's womb. <laughs> Because she is dead, and he had to come out somehow. Joseph has been hmm. dead for a long time. Can, Can I say that? And also, he appears birth. to be carrying a, like, Captain Phasma's spear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's, from, he's looking bad. He's looking real yeah. bad. Okay, so actually, the three wise men, I, I, I was going to... So, two of them appear to be just, like, African-Arabian descent. One of them is just the mountain that rides <laughs> from Game of Thrones. <laughs> big old, big old he's mullet. Big, big red beard. But yeah, and like weirdly shaved head. I don't know where these three wise men got together, but not interested in finding out. Michael, again, I I do not want to gloss over like the mere act of killing zombie baby Jesus. You say you equate it to Hitler. But again, I think I'm doing the whole world a favor because Jesus has to die. He had well, one, he has to die. But two, he's a very charismatic boy. He's going to bring more people to see him and then he's going to eat them. (laughs) He's going to eat. He's going to devour their souls and their faces. Yeah, like you died for his sins. No, that's fucking backwards. I get to kill him early. <laughs> I would definitely kill this little baby boy, this little zombie boy, which, hey, again, I know that I've really set a precedent on this show where I'm willing to hurt children. If they're possessed by ghosts or inhabited by a horrible deadly disease that turns their brain into rot and makes them eat people, yeah, I'm going to kill those kids. Okay, so you subscribe to the theory that uh, z- zombadom is is a disease that turns your brain into mush, and not that it's you become dead and then you you rise from the dead. I mean, there's got to be some sort of physiological factor, Michael, that turns you into a living, breathing person, into a corpse, into a zombo. But you become a corpse and then a zombie, or do you just go yeah, straight to zombie? Yeah, you got to die zombie? before you become a zombo. You're dead. You die for a moment, and then you you reanimate. You're the you're the living dead. You're dead, and then you you're reborn. And then you're living, much like you're, Michael. You're dead, and then reborn, much like through the love of Jesus Christ, <laughs> much, much uh, like Jesus himself. Is and, a zombie. But to be to be truly reborn in Christ, you must not be killed by Christ through his <laughs> zombo powers, because if you do, you are actually going directly to hell. <laughs> so again, I must say, I, I'm doing people a massive favor by killing the small baby Christ child, because if if you die by the hands of zombie Jesus himself. Well, the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> the teeth of zombie <laughs> Jesus himself. You cannot go to heaven. Them's the rules. I'm just saying, Michael, the Feast of the 5,000 has a much different meaning if <laughs> if Jesus Christ is a zombie. <laughs> it's much grimmer and much more macabre. When he says, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, it is actually his finger. He just ripped it right off because he's a zombie. And, I mean, honestly, the whole thing is really reversed. Like, it's like, I will eat of your flesh. Yeah. <laughs> it's... I mean, the the rituals of the church are pretty buckwild in general, but when it comes to zombie Jesus, they get pretty nasty. Hey, did you know that uh, the Vatican recently said that you weren't allowed to sell body parts of saints? I didn't know that. Yeah. So all the all the mysteries and whatnots are apparent. Are, apparently, that used to be a thing. Now it's no longer a thing. Speaking of well, yeah. body parts, uh, I sold you a sword with the knuckle of Jan- John the Baptist inside of it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Uh... Michael, I'm just saying I would kill baby Jesus if he was a zombo. I have another nativity story where somebody... Oh, Michael, are you trying to tell me you wouldn't kill baby Jesus? Because you haven't really taken a stance on this, and I actually need to know. I I am on record as saying that I will kill anything and anybody who is a zombie. Michael, I need you to flat out say... If our Lord and Savior, baby Jesus Christ, showed up on this world, but he accidentally crawled out of his undead mother's womb and was himself an undead horror, would you kill him? I would destroy him. 
I would okay. cut his head off, and then I would stick him in the wood chipper from Fargo, and then I would light whatever remains on fire. Okay. That's pretty fucked up. That's fine. <laughs> you got a triple tap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael. Well, before I get into what I just discovered, how about we go to sponsored content? Well, Michael, this week's first sponsor contest is actually a uh, a message from our friend uh, Dave down in Fort Lauderdale. He says, hey, Mike and Mike, greeting from America's lawless swampland, Florida. Want to say that I love the show. Anytime you need to pick me up, a good laugh or a plain old healthy erection, I turn on Tilp and get fired up. Mm. I wanted to send a congratulations to Tilp guest star Oded and his wife Marissa on their new addition to the family, little baby Ellie, who I've met. She's adorable. Aww. Very cute. Uh, also wanted to offer my service as an expert on food, wine, restaurants, and comic books. Ever wanted to know what's acceptable or not from a restaurant standpoint? Feel free to ask. Love, Dave. We're going to have to take him up so, on that. We will have to know because, Michael, I don't know about you, but I am a complete bore at a restaurant. <laughs> I bull in a china shop. I don't know what to order. Can barely speak English. I just smack around the, the menu until I get what I want. You just point at things. Really just paw at that various food options like the only place i'm comfortable is a buffet because i can just shove whatever i need to in my craw until i feel comfortable yeah and you don't even have to like put it on a plate they have the spoons for you like right at the buffet mm-hmm. you just you just it's just a one-stop shop right you just kind of go down it's the line great. just it's crank it in there yeah stuff yourself full of that good food um so dave yes we will be reaching out and uh congratulations again to our our friend oded Mar- our friends oded and marissa on their sweet baby child it's very cute um, well, Michael, I think our, our sponsor this week is the delightful product that I just <laughs> rediscovered before this segment. <laughs> Michael, what's your least favorite thing about cats? Um, the sneezing and the eyes that itch so bad because I'm allergic to them. You have to itch the cat's eyes. My eyes because oh. I like to touch the cat and then touch my face because I'm an idiot. Oh, and then you get all the histamines mm-hmm. and the... Yep, so many histamines. All of the bad ones. Yeah. Um, okay, well, you want to know my two least favorite things about cats? Okay. Number one, how do you tell if there's a boy or a girl? Because there's no... They, they don't... There's nothing there. They're just cats. Huh. I've never seen a cat business, and I don't want to. I'm just saying, that's, I don't know what cats are up to. That's a good point, because dogs like, what just are, have their what businesses are you even? right out there. Yeah, what are you even, cat? What's your deal? Number two, though, pretty similar region. <laughs> it's really that butthole, that cat butthole. They did. They do like to put it on display. They're just peacocking that butt out there. They always have the tail up, and they like to get right in your face. Tails up. Yeah, they just want to pounce around, show that that horrible, horrible butthole. Is it a butthole? Michael, what though? If I were- because now I don't know. I oh good point. Is that their mouth? Are they walking back? I don't even, what are you doing? Because cat? I thought they were very similar to dogs, and they're just like furrier, more annoying dogs. But they don't they don't even have junk out there. So how do I know which is the front, which is the back? Mm. God, they're actually that one is a pretty. And again, if they walked around outside like a dog, and I had to follow them around on a leash and pick up their shit, I would know. But they go what? They hide. They hide everything. <laughs> Everything about a cat is hidden in darkness and shame. That's true. That's true. They're very shame-ridden. Well, Michael, I guess what I assume to be the cat's butthole is my least favorite part <laughs> of the cat. Because they're just prancing around with it in your face. But what if I were to tell you that a real product who is not sponsoring us, but God damn it, give us money and we will talk about you all the time, <laughs> aims to take that horrible, horrible starfish out of the equation. Oh, what is it like? Uh, is it like a sticker or something you put over your, your the cat's beehole or? Nay, nay, my friend. I'd like to talk to you today about the Twinkle Tush. <laughs> a large gem on a chain that goes around the cat's tail to cover their butthole. So it just, it just hangs over the butthole? Yes, sir. What if they uh, have to quote, poop? Quote, to cover those naughty bottoms. And keep your guests happy. <laughs> but what if the cat has the does the cat poop on it? Well, yeah. Then in that case, the the gem will get very covered in, <laughs> and encrusted in shit. Yeah. Nope. Um, that one actually can't be avoided. But but in the meantime, oh my god, I'm watching this video now. Oh fuck me. The twinkle tush. But, but you'll find why? a glamorous stone rimmed. Oops. <laughs> outlined in gold. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think my favorite part. So there's this, a thin gold chain. And then there's the gem with like outlined in fake gold. But then above it, there's a little like golden heart. Like right where like the tail meets like uh, the, 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 the rope around the tail. There's like nothing. Like these attention to detail is just mad. Like. <laughs> have you ever thrown a respectable cocktail party at your home only to have your fem- feline family member come out and proudly display their uncovered rear? While Kitty might enjoy showing off their brown eye, we're sure your guests don't like to see that one-eyed monster while munching on their caviar. Give your cat some class, hang a twinkle tush from their tail, and cover that button bling. I gotta be honest with you. If I saw a cat <laughs> with one of these things, my first thought is, holy shit, that cat's wearing a butt plug. <laughs> it wouldn't make me think that they were trying to be modest about it. It would make me think they were trying to draw even more attention to it. Yeah. It's like, okay, like a butthole. I was like, okay, I just didn't avoid it. But if you're, if you're wearing a, a turquoise gem over your asshole, I'm gonna, it, I can't not see it. Right. The way to make people not look at your nipples is not to put tassels on them. Yeah. That's just the opposite. So there's effect. a quote here. It says, it allows your cat to prance about as they wish. It was like, you know what cats were doing just fine before I put a bejeweled, like, rhinestone on their asshole? They were prancing around. They were prancing around just fine as they wished. Like, cats have no problem being cats. If your cat doesn't want to be known as that new floozy who shakes their butt around at the local bingle hall, then make sure they always cover their butt with Twinkle Tush. These are real <laughs> things I'm reading from TwinkleTush.com, Kush. <laughs> Also, apparently it's five easy payments of nineteen ninety five. <laughs> this can't be real. Also, I just realized the last line of the video is, what else could you ask for? <laughs> Warning, contains small parts. Keep away from small children. Um, I'm going to keep my small children away anyways. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, Michael, that's been our sponsor, the Twinkle Tush. <laughs> But jam your cat's asshole today. Don't leave unattended. Don't leave your cat unattended with Twinkle Tush. They may, might be hatching a plot to kill you. <laughs> okay. Well, that just makes me seem like this is a fake. But damn it. Well, Michael, uh, I think that'll do it for us on this week's sponsor content. Apparently it's a real thing, but it's a gag gift. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. But now I want to buy one for somebody. I mean, I really just want to buy these for literally everyone I know and just be like, I don't know. You have fun with it. As the owner of a dog who no longer has a tail, um, I maybe it's just because I like I have Stockholm syndrome. And I've gotten so used to seeing my dog's horrible, no good butthole. It's like it, they're just a it's just a, a pet. Their butt's going to be out. I mean, they don't they don't wear pants. So they don't wear pants. That's just for Christ's sake. That's just what just is what happens. You you have to see their 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 naughty bits sometimes. Also, I mean, can you imagine if you were just like, you know, a semi mindless beast, and all of a sudden you just felt a cold, like hard jewel against your butthole? There's no world in which I just walk around casually from here on out. Look, my dog. If you put like little socks on it, or you like have to wrap his paw because he cut it. He walks around like an idiot, goose-stepping mm-hmm. all over the place because he can't figure out why his paw has a bandage on it. If if he had some cold metal up against his naughty bits, I can't even imagine what he would try to do. I'm just saying, like, when Sora, my dog, gets her temperature taken at the vet, it requires five people <laughs> because she goes absolutely buck wild as soon as anything approaches her butthole. It's a very sensitive... I, 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 I feel like she'd just be on such a murderous edge the entire time this thing was anywhere near her. <laughs> she would just go to light speed and just chew through everyone's throats on the whole planet. Hey, hey! speaking of, of buttholes. Go on. So apparently um, a man perforated his bowel uh, because he lost control of a 30-inch sex toy he had shoved up his booty. A 30-inch... 77 centimeters for for those who are uh, not on the metric or who are on the metricism. Huh. He got got drunk and just shoved it right up there. And uh, somebody somebody made this helpful diagram that I just sent you to show what happened to him. Oh, yeah. Okay. One, that looks like a sketch from like aliens. (laughs) 
Um, it's from the case files, the case reports. Yeah. So, Michael, pardon me for being modest. Um, I don't even know what one would do with a 30 inch sex toy. <laughs> I Even if one were to use it as a, just to quote a famous movie, a butt to butt double tongue. <laughs> No, you would, you would only... Holy x-ray! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 30 inches seems like way too many inches. There's nowhere okay. you could put that that it would fit. Not safely, that's for sure. Um, so you have sent me the, the x-ray, uh, or... No, MRI. <laughs> this is a cross-section MRI of this gentleman's, um, all of his colons. Um, yeah, that is definitely a, uh, again, to use the colloquial term... Butts about double dong. Holy big old sex toy. He just sat down on this bad boy, huh? <laughs> yeah, he, he did. While drunk, and it just, it busted through like, uh, like the alien in Alien. So he's dead, right? No, he's, he's alive. He survived. What's, okay. Oh, he God. Is- Actually, now you sent me an actual, okay, no joke. This looks like a piece of rebar that <laughs> Superman bent in half. He is said to have quote-unquote, lost control of the sex toy, and it got stuck up his rectum in a move that experts have described as being highly dangerous. Michael, here's the fun thing about 30-inch, apparently bronze sex toys. You don't really lose control of them. <laughs> also, you lose control what of yourself. experts did they find to be able to determine that the move was highly dangerous? I mean... I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to be like, well, he used a bronze dildo like a pogo stick and something went horribly wrong. So, <laughs> you know, a little reckless. Again, I cannot get like, apparently this toy. Well, I don't want to make assumptions because, you know, one side is ripped for her, everyone's pleasure. <laughs> and one just looks like a chisel <laughs> and it's in a U shape. I'm not sure who's supposed to be getting a good time here, but... Again, I actually don't know how this fit into anyone's single colon. <laughs> but it's like six miles long, I think. That's what they... That's what they Boy, if you lay it out, yeah, it is It is uh, very, very you, long. It goes that's around true. the earth 16 times, I think, is what they say. Which is pretty, like, you know, pretty buck wild when you think about Zombie Baby Jesus creating all that mm-hmm. inside of you, but... You can, yeah. you can wrap it around the Empire State Building 69 times. Mm-hmm. It's as tall as 35 space stations, which is pretty cool. The Mir um, or the International Space Station? Uh, Skylab, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so a little that less That gives impressive. me a really good picture of how big those are. Yeah. Um, all things considered, I'd rather have a gentleman's golden butt plug <laughs> up there than uh, than this thing. Um, I don't know how drunk I'd have to be, Michael, to wrap my body up and around this thing. <laughs> Because again, it is a two foot, like two and a half two foot a half long U shape, like a U shape. I don't know if it and was U, if it's U shaped or if it's just it that's collapses. How he, it collapses his, under its own its weight if you hold it up and shake it around. That's a good. Or maybe his body just contorted it to this this very U shaped shape. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, think it's solid. I feel like it, it must be like it must have. It must be able to turn. It must be flexible. I'm actually. So I'm looking at the MRI now and the and the sketch. I don't actually have a very good image of which end went in first, the ribbed or the or the point. I have to assume this man was even in his drunken state smart enough to go with the the chisel. You point know what first. it looks like? It looks like a billy club that has been bent in the shape of a U. It it looked it looks like a billy shape that got pretty sad about its life and just kind of lost its rigor for sure. <laughs> Like this Billy Club just no, I had a bad day at work, honey. I can't. It's uh not gonna happen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's that whiskey. That whiskey uh It's that whiskey club for sure. Um Well, Michael, I think now that we've exhausted all the places that a U shaped or possibly not U shaped dildo can travel in your body, how about a shower thought to close this out? Okay. Alright, this one comes from Catherine Jameson on Twitter. I wish there was a pierogi place that delivered in my neighborhood. Hashtag heavy sigh. Hashtag pierogies. Hashtag shower thoughts. <laughs> um, you know, I get it. I get it because I love pierogies and they're just 
There's Can I tell you this? Isn't huh? I've never had like real pierogies. The only pierogies I've had are like from Costco. Like the like the frozen pierogies that my mom throws in the oven. And can I say this? Those are still fucking good as shit. It's just like some kind of wrapping filled with potato and cheese. It's a potato and empanada, but Russian. It's the God. It's so good. They're so good. Have you ever have you ever had them with um with applesauce, kind of like you do with the potato pancakes at the German market? No, but I am listening to you right mm-hmm. now. Very intently. Get some of that, the Mott's applesauce, the, the natural, the one with less sugar in it. Okay. And you, you dip the pierogi. Because you don't, you don't want any extra carbs with your well, it's just, carb it just, pocket. It just, you don't want it to be overwhelmed by the sweetness, you know. Fair. Okay. Uh, and you, you dip that pierogi right there in that in that applesauce, that applesauce. Okay. Yeah. Especially if but the pierogi is like super what if they delivered like it to me in my neighborhood, Michael? I mean, that, here's the thing. I don't know if there's a pierogi place that delivers to me, and now I'm sad about it. Um, Apparently, Michael, Atlanta has a pierogi festival oh, every year. shit. Guess where I'm going. Let's go. Well, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on our anniversary episode of Trends in Low Places. Thank you so much for joining me, my friend. I love you. Wait, nope. That, you did, nope, I did it too early. Too early. You blew it. <laughs> I still love um, you, though. I still love Happy you. Happy anniversary. Well, um... If you like this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. My New Year's resolution, now that we've hit one year, is to actually write blog posts every week, which I was good at for about six weeks and then whoopsie doodles. Wait, wait, wait. Before um, we go, I have one more pick. I have one more uh, present for you. Oh, no. Is it? it wait, Michael, one second. Um, which end of the spectrum is it? Is it frogs or massive, massive dildos <laughs> hidden in someone's butt? <laughs> it is. Neither, but also both? Is it a frog hidden in someone's butt? No. It has nothing to do with frogs or buds. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is that a shaved raccoon? It's a hairless raccoon. <laughs> it's a hairless trash panda. This is what they look like naked. Okay, I gotta be honest with you. This is literally the cutest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. A hairless raccoon is the most adorable baby on the planet, and I God, I wish I could give it my trash all its day long. Its feet are still black. It's really the feet weird. are still full of trash. What an amazing creature! <laughs> but it's just it just looks like a hairless. It looks like a Publix bag with black feet. <laughs> it looks like a tardigrade with a raccoon's head without hair though i don't know what it looks this is like. actually amazing wow oh he's like a cute little guy he's hiding under the table that's what a cute baby because he's very cold probably because he, yeah cause he's not stealing stuff um if you like this show you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com my new year's resolution is to actually put up a blog post for every episode uh of this show and our sister show which if you like this show you'd probably also enjoy the longest days of our lives a 24 fan cast where michael and i and our friend curtis watch every episode of 24 uh break it down minute by minute and make fun of all the very bad goofs that go on that uh that show will be returning this week alongside of trends in low places so if you like this one even if you've never seen 24 you'll probably like that one because it's really just us dunking on a 15 year old tv show so uh michael how else can people help us out also giving it props where it's due oh sure we we, we give it a, a wink and a nudge and a, a high five and then we dunk on kim repeatedly damn it kim can just get bent but michael how else can people help us out yeah you can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps uh and Please give us a rating, and if you would be so kind and have a couple minutes, please give us a review. Uh, Those good ratings and those good, good reviews are what kind of move us up when you search for podcasts, and it makes us move to the top so that people can find us easier. Um, Also, when you see us post on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at TILPcast, please give us a share and a like and a double tap. Um, so that people know that you think we're cool. Yeah. Uh, I hope you think we're cool. No, but it doesn't matter whether you think we're cool or not. It's just that other people think that you think we're cool. And that's the important part. That's actually, yeah. I mean, like all of social media, most of the internet, it's the public persona that you put Mm -hmm. out that Mm -hmm. really matters and that people care about. Even if you're dying on the inside, please, please let people know that you think we're pretty rad dudes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that 
we are partial. We are part of your success as a human being. Make sure you use the word rad dudes just so people think that you have been transported here from the early 90s. If you want to say tubular or gnarly, that's mm. fine too. I mean, yep. just kind of mix in some pretty hot hip terms just so people know that we're totally rad. That you're a hep cat. That we're dope as hell, actually. Mm-hmm. That's actually what we're looking for. Um, so, Michael, much like I want to murder the baby Jesus, <laughs> I want to close out this year on a high note and say, I love you, buddy. Oh, I love you too. Toodles, Fran. Squirtle Dirtle. <laughs> <It's> still funny. <laughs>